Come on. He is strong. He is powerful. He is Rob Davidson. He is the founding partner of the Triangle Company. He is a marketing consulting expert. They are helping businesses create community of new and returning companies. Welcome, Rob. George, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Ooh, great question. So I always look at what we do in life ideally is an outpouring of our soul. And for me, marketing consulting is, is my way that I can actively engage in unique and uh, just interesting relationships that actively produce kind of unique problems uh, every single day that takes a, a creative mind as well as a caring heart to walk my clients through into, you know, a, a better reality for themselves. Um, I got on this path. Uh, out, I was a philosophy kid growing up, a uh, huge nerd. Uh, <laughs> and the more and more I got into that ecosystem, the more and more I was like, hey, in academia, philosophy is so much of just like giving book reports. It's not active. That's not changing anything. That's not making people's lives better. Uh, and more and more I got into the business world. Uh, I saw that there was an actual uh, way for that philosophical approach to be cherished and valuable within marketing. And so using kind of my developed <laughs> critical thinking skills, I took the leap into um, web design agency work and then kind of niched myself into consulting. Uh, and I could not be happier. It's, uh, it's a really fulfilling uh, space to be in. And... You know, boy, do I can I tell you that uh, how it how it changes people's lives to see that uh, the ability to kind of grow their own business it's 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 not calculus. You know, that you just need to walk it out for them, and it's uh, to see kind of that glow in their eyes when they're like, "Oh my gosh, I can actually do this." Uh, it's it's pretty amazing. Nice. Well, I certainly appreciate everything you just said. I don't know that the people. Um, and you can tell me if you think I'm on track or not. I don't know that a lot of people understand just how incredibly studying philosophy, how valuable it, how valuable it can be from a critical um, thinking standpoint because it uses so much logic. Yeah, well, and it also depends on what area of philosophy are you from. Mm -hmm. And so there are plenty of people that really love the logic and reason area of philosophy. My area is more metaphysics and virtue ethics. And so what that looks at is more of how do we understand the essence of anything and how is that then built into how we understand reality, right? And so I think there we can kind of see if we're looking at the, those essential building blocks of any one thing and seeing how they work together at the finest details and using kind of the archetypes that those come from into creating those pathways around, you know, if you're, you know, not engaging with your customer, it's probably because you might not understand what your customer actually cares about, right? What's important to them? Well, that's, that's a philosophical conversation there. And so then breaking that out, you can understand what, what drives them, what is important to their life. And ultimately, 
what is going to actually be the right way to approach them in order for them to really see the value that you're trying to create for them. Nice. Well, that's certainly immensely valuable for, 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 for your work. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> immensely valuable. That certainly prepares you for probably anything, but certainly what, what, what you just described right there. So I, I'm confident that, that, that all of your engagements are unique. Um, are there certain essential building blocks that sort of go through all of them? Hmm. Well, as I said before, virtue ethics is a big area of where I take so much of my inspiration from understanding uh, how to orient a brand, right? Ultimately looking at the brand as a human being and kind of sculpting the way in which it acts towards your target market that I would say, you know, is, is your project, is your brand, is it wise, is it courageous, is it, you know, prudent? All of those things we can build out into a kind of this absolute way of being that the target market is ideally wanting to find themselves in, right? And so that's where I would definitely say there's that underpinning all the way through of, as we kind of look at how people see the world, uh, we can see the best way to approach them and for them to who do they want to become through experiencing your brand. Fascinating. All right. So you like to think about a brand as a as a human being and then mm-hmm. when when you're thinking about that, how does this how does this person interact with the people that it wants to serve? Is it is 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 she? We'll just we'll 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 just use yeah. um, the brand as as a she. Mm-hmm. Is she is she wise? Is she courageous? Is she prudent? Are there how and and when when you're talking to people about this, I think it's I think it makes sense. Um, is it hard to get their brain around? Have they ever thought about it like that? No, I don't think a lot of people have thought about it like that. But then you give them a couple examples, and then like, oh, this makes sense. So Apple, for instance great archetype to point to um that is a courageous brand maybe less so than what it used to be in its formation but the entire point of that brand was through breaking the mold and to do that to break the status quo you have to be courageous and looking at how do people want to engage with the products of apple right apple delivered a way of being, you know, that old 1984 ad where you have that woman running up and then throwing something into the screen and, and shattering, you know, this very uh, uniform way to do computing, right? That is a way to identify with themselves that they're pitching to the audience. Like you can think of yourself this way. And once I kind of walk out an example like that, people start to see, okay, wow, so this is the power of using absolutes, you know, approachable absolutes within our brand story. Yeah, I love it. And Apple is an excellent example of that. And I can see where that would help people to sort of have that idea click. And so is it then easy for people to sort of figure out what theirs is? Well, it, it depends. And that's where a lot of the the time it comes down to a self-awareness conversation. If the business owner is very self-aware, there's a very good chance that they understand the engagements that they've been having with their customers and how that then needs to be just kind of touched into place, small touches into, 
hey, this is actually the story that we're telling. There's other people that, you know, they understand what they're doing from a technique, kind of a the technical skills of servicing their client, but they've never thought of the client experience or their own experience within the business. And that's where we get into, we have to build the brand foundations from the bottom up. So it, it kind of depends on where they are in their own lives to see, you know, where we need to start with the brand. Yeah. There's probably, like anything else, the, the, the best time to do this is probably right at the formation of the business, but certainly people learn and things change. What are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah. Is, is, go ahead. Yeah, well, I, 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 in a sense, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, and in another, I think there's a lot of times where life has to give you those answers hmm. uh, and you don't know it without trudging through the trenches a little bit. And um, people start to find themselves in the businesses that they're creating. And so I don't think there's really a right answer. It's more of what is the answer needed for in the moment. And when a company is at the point where like, hey, we need help. We don't know what we're doing. That's the point where it's like, okay, it makes sense to start really kind of building things out. But then you'll have brands that are burst. And the owner just has a real, they are just, they have the idea of what they want to bring to the table. Um, and so I think that's where it's like it comes out naturally from the outset, very organically. Um, but not all brands are a Shake Shack or something like that at, at outset. And so that's where it's like, how do you turn family discount liquors into a brand, right? That's where you kind of have to develop that coaching. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. You know, Shake Shack's another great example, and then you know, just the dry cleaner on the corner, the the the, the family liquor store. There's no reason mm-hmm. that every single one of like like every company out there, or or is there a reason? Is it possible for for any organization to do this? I think it is possible for every organization because ultimately, if we look at that brand as a human being, there's no limit on a human being existing uniquely within the ecosystem. But that's where it's like when you, we build, try to build brands like everyone else has built brands, right? We just use a bunch of flashy visuals and, you know, an influencer jumping up and down. We are missing the main point of what building a brand is all about. And ultimately, what the brand is for, it's to connect who the family is, the owner is, to the customer. And I think that is a forever unique thing if you're thoughtful about it. I love it. Um, so connect the actual company. The in this example you talked about connecting the owner to 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 the customer, mm-hmm. and so that's that that then does that expand to the stakeholders at some point? Like if it's you know second generation company, how 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 do you think about that? Well, it comes down to is there's a lot of objectives and goal oriented kind of foundations that you have to build of like how do you kind of make that transition but it's all about nurturing the soul of the company and so when i say it's about connecting uh the business owner to the customer so you look at uh, both of those as your ingredients into this mixing pot into creating kind of this love child of what's important to both parties right and creating a unique story from that so when you get into that second generation there's definitely going to be a point where you look at the stakeholders, uh, the community, et cetera. Um, but a lot of times, you know, the community, that should be a part of that first 
iteration. Um, but companies mature. And with that, brands sometimes need to develop and step into something that they weren't already. But I think that the conversation, you might then create a, what is the core nugget of the, the history of the business instead of the business owner themselves, right? And using that as your main ingredient that then blends it in with the community and the customer for that brand outpouring, if that makes sense. It, I think that it does. As people are going through this process, um, is there an area that, that, that is more difficult for them? Is there a shift of thinking that, 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 that takes place? Yes, I would say so. And uh, the big one is uh, I really love this quote from Aristotle. It's, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act but a habit. So much of how people approach branding from a more limited mindset is about creating this perfect picture um, that then opens up the gateway, the floodgates of action. It's actually reverse. What I teach my clients, it's all about getting up there and making the eight, 15 second TikTok. And through the thousand steps up the mountain, that's where the brand is formed. It's more of an organic process with hyper intention, but being open to the insights that you're bringing every step of the way. No one's going to have the perfect picture on the outset, but it's through all of those feedback loops that you create qualitatively, uh, quantitatively through putting out the content. That's where you start to see a clearer and clearer picture of the person that your brand needs to become in order to serve you and your customers. So it, it takes that action first mentality over trying to create a perfect picture of the outset. Got it. So, so it's a function of let's make sure that once we recognize that if one of our brand identities is courage, that that is, has found its way into every aspect of how we are operating as, as a business. Yes, but then it comes down to what detail do you understand that to? I, I'm a big believer in you won't really have an answer to that until you put it to the test. And in this day and age, it's about aggressive content output. Right? You, you really understand the courage and can showcase that courage and connect courage to the customer when you actively have conversations that showcase that courage. You can't do that with a one minute TV spot. You have to do that by walking side by side with them every day toward that shared mountain. Got it. So consistently and aggressively demonstrating it through the delivery, the creation and delivery of content. Mm -hmm. So tell me more about that. Yes. What, what, it, what does it mean to be aggressive? Well, I would say a lot of times where we are in a society is we like making one overproduced piece of content and letting that sit. Um, and, you know, one of my side hustles is I kind of help a, a, and grow a video production company. And so I'm a big believer in fantastically created pieces of content that stand as this hero video, right? But then there's, okay, when you look at act, actively growing your impact, it's not about a stationary video that, you know, hides itself in some place within the internet ecosystem. It's about, when I say aggressively, it's about being forever present 
in that ecosystem every single day. It's your mission to how can I help my customers, we're going to use courage, experience courage. How can I help them a part of that process? And so, for instance, in the day and age that we're in, I'm like, I'm talking to my customers about, you know, when it comes down to an eight to 15 second video on TikTok, make 10 of them a day. There's no reason why you shouldn't be. And so that's, that's when I talk about aggressive action toward that shared goal is when you show up, right? It's like going to the gym. You can't be an NFL star without showing up at the gym. And once you start showing up at the gym every day, you really start to intimately understand your customer's struggles and you can speak to them with so much more clarity than someone that's created this pretty piece of content but isn't actively involved with the community's lives. I love it. That makes perfect sense. Well, Rob, the people are ready for your difference-making tip, even though that was a really good one. What do you have for them? <laughs> um, difference-making tip is I, I'm going to kind of reiterate what I said before. It's not about this giant, overthought-out content strategy. It's about take a little bit of insight that you know because of who you are, what your brand is, how you service your customers, and leave a nugget on the trail for them. So that's this, you know, eight second, 15 second little video that says, hey, I see you, I care about you, here's something that you can take to make your life better. And that's all content marketing needs to be. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Rob, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Well, thank you so much again, George, for having me. Everyone can find me at www.thetrianglecompany.com. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Rob your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to www.thetrianglecompany.com and check out all the great stuff that Rob is working on and figure out how you can incorporate everything that we've been talking about today. Thanks again, Rob. Thank you. Bye. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.